Well, hello again. This is Buck Benny speaking. Welcome to another episode of the Zero Hour. This episode stars Dick Sargent. Dick Sargent is probably best known as being the second Darren on Bewitched. He took over for actor Dick York, whose back had had problems for years and just could not do the uh, daily work necessary on Bewitched. And so they switched to actor Dick York, and he did a solid job with that. Dick York had uh, been acting on television since 1954. He had a couple series that each ran for about a year, and then uh, he appeared on multiple, multiple shows, and then uh, been on Bewitched. And he stopped doing Bewitched in 1972. It was canceled. And so this is a couple years after that. He would continue acting pretty much up until his death in 1994. Uh, he was 64 years old. And I was surprised he was so young at his death. And the fact that he just seemed to have been around for so long, I would have thought he was older than that. So he'd been acting on television since at least his 20s and uh, been in you'll see him pop up in any shows you watch Marcus Will BMD, Adam 12 uh, Columbo Love Boat Fantasy Island um, Love American Style I mean he was just all over the place doing uh, guest stars uh, anyway without further ado here is Dick Sargent in Zero Hour <laughs> Serling, you're listening to the Zero Hour. Rest your eyes. Exercise your imagination. Today, Keith Walker's oblique look into the other side of crime. The reward. In a mutual broadcasting system presentation of The Zero Hour. Brought to you by Dial Soap, Monroe Shock Absorbers, Campophonique, the makers of Kodak cameras, and Breck Shampoo. This is The Zero Hour on Mutual Radio.
you found a bag full of money. That's the problem that confronts Maggie and Ronnie Oliver. He's an ex-con, badgered into going straight by his accident-prone wife, Maggie, in this hapless tale of circumstance. Hey, watch it, you bum! Quick, Ronnie, grab that empty spot in front of the bank. Pull in there. Uh, Maggie, you got to learn to control yourself. One of these days, I'll someone... I'll run in the drugstore and pick up our prescription. I won't be a sack. Leave the motor running. Okay, but hurry. i got to get to that job interview. All right. I didn't forget. Let's see. Uh, hello. Uh, hi. Uh, uh, good afternoon, sir. Uh, my name's Oliver. <clears throat> Mr. Oliver. And I've come in response to, uh, to your ad uh, for the for the job. No, that won't work. i got to be more suave. Uh, oh, hello, sir. Oliver's the name. Uh, job's my game. Oh, no, I don't like that. See, I'm, I'm applying for the position. Well, yes. Uh, oh, I uh, I see you've got my application. <laughs> I thought you'd notice I'm an ex-con. Well, you see, that can be explained. Oh, no, not again. Hey, don't nobody move for five minutes or I'll come back and blow your heads off. Hey, what's going on? Yeah, you got it, Danny. Take off. Marcus and me will see you at the pickup point. With the ground! Help! Hey, you forgot your money bag? Please! Oh, the bank's been robbed. Hey, which way did they go? I, I think they're in the street. Hey, wait, somebody. I think I got the money. All right. Here. The loot. The thieves. Left. The money. Oh, my God. Move over, honey. I'll drive. Come on. You've got an interview, remember? Uh, but, man, No, yes. but. You promised I could drive. On while I was in the drugstore. Boy, that third lady rotten snap. No good old-fashioned service anymore. Maggie, will you shut up for an hour so I can get a word in? Oh, I love driving. Sure, honey, what did you want? While you were in the store, somebody held up the bank next door. Super. Friends of yours? Oh, Maggie, for Christ's sake, that was years ago. Besides, it wasn't my fault. I love you, and I know that. Only kidding. Look. Uh-huh. Money. Stop. Money! That's green money. It usually is. You did. You grabbed it. You didn't have to, Ronnie. You could have just gotten the job. You stopped in the middle of the street, for Pete's sake. Uh-oh. Get us home fast as you can, Maggie. And no, I didn't rob anything. Some slob just threw the money in the back seat and yelled he'd meet me at the pickup point. Wow. Look at all that money, and it's all ours. It is not. It belongs to the bank. Uh, now, listen, sweetheart dummy. Possession is nine-tenths of the law. Uh-huh. And the law... You're going to miss the corner. And the, the law gets possession of us. And what happens when the thieves realize what they've done? Shh. I'm trying to think. Oh, no. There goes Mr. Franklin's head again. Maggie, you'd have made a great getaway driver. Let's hide the car in the garage. We can't. You got the garage door yesterday, remember? Oh, yeah. Okay, I'll hide the money under my coat, and you help me into the house as if I'm sick. This this is dumb. The neighbors will think I've been beating you. (laughs) Ronnie, will you quit tickling me? I'm sorry. Oh, God, I dropped the money. Pick it up, hey. Oh. Oh, Ronnie, the films oh. are getting away in the oh. wind. The crazy. Oh. The crazy. This is stark crazy. Come here, you. My, my holy mother, a hundred dollars. Well, that's all of it. 
in the house? No, not yet. One more. Oh, uh, uh, hi, hi, Mr. Franklin. <laughs> uh, I'll get that hedge uh, back up in the morning. <laughs> Sorry. Franklin saw me. Oh, he didn't have his glasses on. He probably thought you were a neighborhood dog. <laughs> oh, boy, does you look funny on all fours. <laughs> Dumb. Just like George Siegel in that picture. What was it? Forget George Siegel. Oh, if only I could. What are we going to do? Dump the money on the table. Hot dog. Look at all that money. Rent money. Oh, I don't believe it. There must be a hundred thousand here. No, it looks like uh, thirty-six thousand five hundred and sixty-three dollars. Well, how do you do that? I'll bet you always won how many jelly beans in this jar contest. I did seven times. Old man Jensen finally gave me the jar. Maggie. Okay. Now come on, tell Mama the truth. Were you just sitting there thinking, I don't want to go on that job interview, I'll just rob the bank while wife Maggie's in the drugstore? No, I swear, this guy came running out shooting, threw the bag in the car and ran up the street, called me, uh, Denny. Denny? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, he, he must have mistaken me for somebody else. You mistook him for somebody else, you idiot. Honest, oh, boys, I couldn't have sworn it was Denny, and it was the same kind of old car Denny has. <laughs> You got no call to hit me. I ain't holding out on you. I spent weeks setting up that job and you blew it. Where's Marcus? Yeah, at the pickup waiting. And I didn't tell him, you know, he's mean and liable to think I was holding out. Yeah. Uh, Slob, I'm giving you and Marcus 24 hours to get the money back. If not, I turn the mute loose on you. You understand? <laughs> I guess so. We'll find it. I promise you. Maybe it was just all the excitement. 24 and... hours. And make sure you get rid of the guy. Right. I'll, I'll kill him. You So you save money while you save those smiles. The Kodak Pocket Smile Saver Kit at your photo dealers for a limited time only. With just a little cheer that spreads from ear to ear. A little smile will help you like Put your gun down. Mr. Molino, I saw him! You're a traitor! Oh, you feel better, Slob? Uh, yeah. Good, here's your drink. Why did he do that? Uh, Denny was always a little rambunctious. Ram what, boss? Never mind. I think Denny thinks you and Marcus double-crossed him. I didn't, honest. Oh, I know. Now, here, use the siphon waking up. <laughs> oh, I'm going to kill you! Easy, Denny. Slob has explained it all. 
Now, what exactly did you see? I tell you, him, Alexandro Petro Slobotnik coming out of the bank. He tosses the loot in the car, right? And just where were you? Oh, well, I was, I was in the middle of the street. I, I couldn't get a parking place. So I was, you see what I mean? Uh, but anyway, Slob, he runs out, right? And the guy with the loot, his frizzy-haired wife comes out of the store. They both drive off. Hey, wait a minute. I think I got him. I follow him in the car, right? You what? Didn't I do right, boss? I followed him to the house. But I tell you, Mr. Molino, they was counting the money in the car just like they was going to keep it. We're going to keep it. So find us and kill us. Oh, Pooh. They're pros. They know how to find people. Listen, they don't even know who or where we are. I think the best thing to do is to get out of the country, you know, until the... Oh, how do you criminals put it? Lay low until the heat's off. I am not a criminal. You are now, sweetheart. Where's that damn phone? I don't want to be a criminal. Oh. Oh, Maggie. Why are you always bumping into things? That was one of my best glasses. Pack our bags. Stuff the money in your socks and my girdle, you know. Oh, hello, Ocean Air. I'd like to know the next flight to, uh, Rio. I'm still on probation. Rio de Janeiro. You know in Chile? Brazil. Make that Brazil. Nine o'clock? Good. Two tickets in the name of Oliver. Thank you. We'll pick them up at the airport. What about the car? And we can't leave the house. And Mr. Dunbar, the probation officer? We'll send him a card. Forget the car. It's dying anyway. Come on, I'll help you pack. Oh, gee, I'm sorry, honey. Clumsy, I guess. That's okay. It's not a set anymore anyway. Ronnie, it's nearly 7.30. Coming. I just wanted to turn off the lights. Maggie, it's them. How could it be? They don't know where we live. Do they? Uh, kill the whole light. It's dark. Well, naturally. Uh, uh, come on, we'll go out the back. Ronnie, don't panic. Uh, maybe it's only Avon calling. Funny. Uh, come on, I got the suitcases. Oh. oh. Maggie, your big feet are going to get us killed. I called my feet big before. Oh. I stubbed my toe. I, I, I can't find the back door. Wait. Wait, I found it. Over here. Oh, boy. It's, it's really dark out here. Oh, what's that? Ronnie. Uh, what? We're in the closet. Oh. Come on. We can still make it. I'm afraid not. Ronnie, what's the matter with your voice? Hey. Who the hell are you? Maggie, I don't think you should talk to them like that. Your boyfriend has a point, miss. Misses to you. Now, would you mind telling me what you're doing in our house? Certainly. We've come to kill you. Oh. At Monroe, we named our load leveler stabilizing units accurately. Load leveler for the steel coil spring that carries a lot of weight, like towing, small cars with big car loads, or any car with front or rear end sag. Stabilizing unit for the heavy-duty Monroe shock, working with the coil spring to deliver a smooth, more stable ride. Monroe's load leveler stabilizing unit. We named it so you'd know what it does. When a skin injury makes your child cry out in pain... Remember Camphophenic. Camphophenic is the multi-purpose family medication that instantly stops the pain of minor cuts, scrapes, burns. Stops sting and itch of insect bites. Camphophenic gently penetrates skin injuries to kill germs, protect against infection. Helps nature heal skin injuries. Camphophenic, the penetrating first aid medication. Stops pain instantly. 
Campo Fanique. Bob, will you quit playing with the kitty and get in here? Boy, he sure looks like Danny. Never mind that. Check those suitcases. Yeah, it's here, boss. In his... <laughs> it's in his socks and his guidelines. That happens to be mine. Get your hands off. Now, now look, don't, don't you hit my wife again or... Or what, Crumb? Or I'll scream. You'll come with us. That's our money. I'm afraid you're wrong. Where are you taking us? No, persuade them, Slob. Okay, okay, okay. Just what I ask. This is illegal. Maybe even kidnapped. Well, I'm sure you won't live to file charges. Where are we going to get rid of them? Take them to the deserted railroad station behind the new shopping center. Marcus, cross the tracks here. I didn't even know this old station was still here. Quiet, Maggie. Maybe we shouldn't antagonize them. I think they're already antagonized. Listen, boss, or whatever your name is, let's make a deal. 50-50. No deals. 40-60? 90-10. How about a finder's fee? Marcus, stop here. Uh, Marcus doesn't say much, does he? He's a mute, but he's very effective. Bob, you get out first. Okay, ma'am. Oh, damn, my dress caught. Good girl. Now, go, Maggie. Mm. Oh, you got Slob. Let's get out of here. Marcus, get him. Slob, get off the ground. Slob, stop. Stop, you can't get away. Oh, yes, we can. Oh, Ronnie, you're brilliant. Oh, thank you. Let go of my arm. No, you'll just fall. Ouch. They're shooting at us. Oh, oh, come on. Head for the shopping center up the hill. We need lots of light and people. Well, they're sure losing their manners. Oh, oh, Maggie. What? Ronnie, what's the matter? They were the shoulders. They got me in the shoulder. We gotta stop. No, come on. We're almost there. Through the parking lot. Maybe we should go in one of these stores. They wouldn't try anything in there. Marcus, cut them off. Right. Uh, over there in the Toyland. You're bleeding. It usually happens with a bullet wound. Quick, Albert's coming in. Get down behind this pile of cartons. Oh, Maggie, now you've done it. Very good, Mrs. Oliver. Now, please come with me. Marcus has you covered. Oh, no, Maggie, don't. Oh, Marcus, get up off the floor. It was only a toy. A toy gun. Yeah, the sparks. You're scared, old Marcus. Uh, no, no, slow down. Walk natural. Let's get to a phone and call the cops. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I love you, my crazy. Good husband. evening, ma'am, sir. Uh, could we talk a moment? Uh, uh, no time. We're in a hurry. Marcus, this way. Oh, take a moment. Here they come. Oh, sorry. But... Stop them. Stop, please. They stole my wallet. That's brilliant. Hey, you. Stop. Stop. Doc, he's a hero. Thanks, Doctor. Uh, Doc, if you're finished, could you leave us alone for a minute? Oliver, I've been a cop for a long time, and 
You get hardened about ex-cons and criminals, but I got to hand it to you and Mrs. Oliver. That was a fine piece of work you two did. Marlino and his men will be put away for a long time. Hey, Ronnie, look at this machine. Oh, Maggie, will you leave things alone? Uh, yes. Uh, well, I, I've uh, got to be going. Uh, by the way, the bank manager said stop by any time for the reward. reward. Reward? Yes, I thought you knew. You get 10% of the amount recovered. Let's see, that's... Uh, um, $3,656.30. That's amazing. That's right. Uh, how did you... He's got the gift, Inspector. Good uh, night. Yes, well, um, good night. Maggie, we're rich. Oh, no, you don't. I know that look. We put that money in the bank, and tomorrow you see that personnel guy. Right? Right. Uh, hi. Uh, I'm R Ronnie Oliver. Uh, you're uh, looking... Uh, uh, no, you're, you're, not, you're not looking. No, I mean, well, the, the job's probably filled. I mean, who wants an ex-con? Oh, quite the contrary, Mr. Oliver. We're quite prepared to give a man a chance now that he's paid his debt to society. Yeah? When we tell you Gold Formula Breck is the only leading shampoo that isn't mostly detergent, we're not putting you on. But because so many people have written to thank us for Breck, we decided to put some of them on. Kelly Frankovic of Scottsdale, Arizona, you're on. Dear Breck, I like Breck shampoo. It makes my hair very nice. My mom likes it, too. How do you make it? We make Gold Formula Breck with far less detergent. Far more natural ingredients than any leading shampoo. And that's no put-on. And here's something else that's no put-on. Right now, the Breck people have a very special offer for you. Because right now, it's Breck season. The sun and wind and water season when you depend on Breck protection for your hair. So to help you stock up, Breck will give you a $2 refund when you buy any three different Breck products. For details on how to get your $2 refund, just look for the colorful Breck Season display at participating stores. There you'll find everything you need to keep your hair looking great all Breck Season long. Offer void where prohibited by law. I'm Rod Serling. Close your eyes. Exercise your imagination. And join us again on our next presentation of The Zero Hour. The Reward is an original radio drama by Keith Walker. Dick Sargent was heard as Ronnie Oliver. Featured in the cast were Virginia Gregg, Ben White, Alan Reed Sr., Casey Kasem, and Bob Tuck. Zero Hour, created by J.M. Colas, directed by Don Hills, is produced in Hollywood for the Mutual Broadcasting System by Radio Productions Incorporated. Music is composed and conducted by Stanley D. Hoffman, Rochelle Sherman, associate producer. This has been a presentation of the Mutual Broadcasting System.